This is Foam Freaks. Like you're so disgusting. You're so filthy. Yeah, that would definitely be. <laughs> Look at you with all that piss on you. You're so gross. You just keep pissing yeah. yourself again and again. <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm so, I can't believe the week is coming to an end. I feel like this week was a really good week. Uh, Good, 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 good. I didn't have such the great week myself, but I'm happy you had a good week. I mean, we spent all week with V and she's... Oh no, the show, (laughs) the show's been great. Yeah. But personally, I had a grumbly week. Oh, maybe you just need to poop. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> but this is a Fashion Friday. Yes. So I can't wait to hear how you're going to make me more fashionable. <laughs> So, uh, Fashion Week in LA just happened. Wait, that that shit's still going on? Yes. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? I mean, it's it's months later. The, the stuff starts in January. No, Fashion Week in LA just happened. No, I know, in LA, but the Fashion Weeks have been happening around the globe since January. <laughs> okay. Should Fashion Week ever stop? No. They should tour every single country. Like, okay, there's, what, 300 and something countries? It should be like the Olympics. Like, you get a Fashion Week, like, once every three years. And there's a Fashion Week every week for 52 weeks. Do do they have two weeks off? Uh, A model's got to rest. Well, I mean, the same models don't get booked for everything. You know, like some models work with certain designers, but then it would give like designers from that country to like really be in the spotlight for things. And then have a few years to build up their repertoire. Yeah. Would you still have, would you keep like Paris and uh, New York and Milan and then like maybe do, LA. They do every year. And then like all the other ones. Like, like uh, the like Grand the Slam fashion and tennis. Capitals. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be, I think it would just like, it'd be so good for fashion and it would give smaller countries and smaller designers the opportunity to be like, okay, I want to represent my country. But do you really want to see what Scottish fashion is going to be or, or Estonia? Yes, because that's the thing. It's not like, oh, your fashion has to be like represent your country's history. I'm not saying like give me kilts every fucking year, but there could be a really talented designer that's from Scotland and they're just not able to be shown as much as your more well-known fashion designers that are from like Paris or New York city. Okay. I mean, I don't really follow fashion so I can get on board. 
It's better than having everything just come from uh, Italy and France. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of fashion designers, too, that are just like, oh, you're doing that. And that's like a popular style or fit or cut or design shape. So then I'm going to do it, but with my logo pattern or my signature colors or my like, I'm just going to do that thing my way instead of. No one's being inventive. They're all just following one one later. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. That's how I feel about that. But I did see this funny carousel, which I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's just trying to start drama on the internet, but I did find it funny because there was a tweet by some random person saying that Dua Lipa is the share of our generation. And then Cher commented back saying, how many years are in a generation? Damn. Okay. So is Cher saying she's still Cher? Yeah, Cher's still saying like, I'm <clears throat> I'm still the share of this generation. Like I'm... Like, I haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> relax. It's It's still me. So then... Because of LA Fashion Week, Versace had a runway show and it was completely star studded. And Donatella sat Cher next to Dua Lipa. Are you saying that she she wastes a lot of her time on Instagram? I mean, that or her assistant that actually did the seating. Okay. You know, which is probably more likely. But so then there's this video of their awkward interaction of what everyone's saying. Dua Lipa kind of stands up and goes to give a hug and Cher sees who it is and gives a handshake. <laughs> Do we know if Cher hugs everybody normally? Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. I do know that Cher and Miley had an interaction at this fan fashion show. Oh. Okay. So no hug, but Cher's arm was wrapped around Miley as they like posed for photos. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Okay. Okay. I would guess that because Cher is old that because there's an article about how she was combating COVID or COVID prevention guessing that she's staying away from physical interactions with strangers. But I do see why the internet would be all ablaze thinking that Cher was intentionally snubbing Dua Lipa. It'd be funnier to have Cher be like, who, who are you? Oh, I was going to say, oh, she's like cuddled up with this guy, but I guess that's who she's in. That's her boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, they're full on making out. So, you know, just be careful of, who you're getting germs from definitely don't want to get germs from that snoring hamburger head I don't know <laughs> I'd take all his germs why'd I smoke a pound of dope be around that bitch <laughs> <laughs> I better be I. Uh, <laughs> what do you 
called me a fat ass bitch. <laughs> it's crazy that people still call pot. You know the words are coming out your mouth right yeah, now. Yeah, he's there. I'm like heroin. Yeah, <laughs> lay you down, Smoke a pound of heroin. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, damn. No more fighting words coming out of your mouth. Call oh, me some bullshit names. I want to kick it. Bitch want to stay up all night, sleep all day. That's what it was. The bitch got woken up. <laughs> Old man wanted some cigarettes. I threw a nigga five dollars. Fuck it. Here you go. Get your two packs. I was going to say, who would want to just stay in the room and head. listen to this? But that's exactly what Ain't we're doing. Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Also, where are they two packs of cigarettes for five bucks? I know. I was like, 1983. Yeah, like that's like better prices than the Indian reservations. These motherfuckers don't realize these days, man. Same shit you be claiming, nigga. I'm beating the shit out of you. Talk to me all reckless and shit, man. You make me want to smoke this motherfucking weed. God damn. That nigga doing smoking. <laughs> Gotta ease my pain. Motherfucking. Silly ass shit right there. Motherfucking Silly ass. All crazy and shit. No, I'm crazy, but goddamn. Make me real crazy talking that crazy shit. I ain't with that shit. Fuck no. <laughs> I think I'm hitting me a toke over. <laughs> ah. Damn. Fuck. I'm about the nicest motherfucker you can meet. Really? You want to talk crazy? He's talking about beating women. He's the nicest motherfucker you'll ever meet. Oh, God. That's nice. That's the nice guy syndrome. I'm a nice guy, but they're really horrible to women. I'm just broing out. So who, who's the other guy? Guy. Guy. Okay. But uh, going back to designers that I feel like are doing something new these days, there was one that I was just talking to my older sister about um I don't know if I'm saying this right so please do correct me if I'm wrong but Shaparelli okay have you seen their things I feel like you sent me something with like a bag with eyes on it mm-hmm. or or something along those lines mm-hmm. so uh Earlier in the, you know, fashion weeks when Chaparelli did their show. Uh, where was this? I don't know. I would say Paris. Yes. Okay. So when they did their show in Paris, this is when Kylie had the black dress with the big lion's head on the front. And when um, Doja Cat had the Swarovski 
red crystals. Okay. All on her. <laughs> did, sure. Did you not see this look? I did not see it. I didn't see the lion head. It's funny because it's like Kylie, lion, doja cat. <laughs> like I, These are all words. <laughs> okay. So I get my news from Vogue. So I, <laughs> these are very iconic. Like <laughs> I have seen these looks. Got so, it. <laughs> This was all Chaparelli. So I had been getting these, you know, micro influences from them and didn't even realize that it was them. But then as I was digging deeper into their Instagram and the things that they've designed, I saw, I mean, you're not going to recognize this, but I feel like this is also an iconic look for Ariana with the coned boob, very... Um, uh, I know the coned boob. Yeah. Uh, Madonna-esque. Oh, I was going to say very the villain from the Power Rangers. Oh, yes. That too. Yeah. So they did that. Um, but I just feel like they're... They're not copying anybody else's fashion. They really are creating their own and, you know, making it so that other people would have to copy them and their style. Sure. So I really respect it. They've got a, a unique look or unique perspective on uh, current fashion. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I saw something that I'm like, oh yeah, that's so trendy now. And it was from their uh, spring, summer. Oh, I guess it's their spring, summer for this spring, summer. But they posted back in October for their ready to wear. It's a dress with a, basically, if you were to paint your naked body and then squish a dress fabric onto it and what that imprint would be, and then you wear that dress. I feel like that's a very in thing right now. And they did a dress like that. Okay. So I almost wonder if they did it. They, and then, they invented it and everyone's following. Mm -hmm. Because everything else that they do is very unique. And I know that that's like a big thing now. Even um, on Next in Fashion, I was watching that and Gigi had this dress that was kind of like a white gray, but it turns out it was a green, uh, kind of like silhouette made her look like she was like a naked, almost sculpture on top of her body, but it was like a little top pant outfit. Okay. I don't know. Very in right now. So I wonder if everyone's just stealing it from Chaparelli. We'll have to investigate. I will look into it, give you an update. All right. Well, I look forward to learning more next week. Okay. Let's get back to V. Hi, this is V from The High Fire, and you're listening to Phone Freak. I'm, I, so I'm, I'm a rare breed that thinks that masturbation is the private for yourself thing. All these guys like to be watched while they jerk it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I get that and also you know degraded, which is just something that I again I find really hard to do. Um, I've done some professional doming and I kind of just can't 
can't degrade men. I, I think part you don't of... You like enough? them too much? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, believe it or not, am a humanist. I, you know, aside from very obvious people or people with certain schools of thought, I do believe in the best of people, um, despite all of the times that I've been like horribly treated horribly by men. Um, I don't know. I just think like, it's just not something that I can, I can do. I don't know why. I'm sure maybe if I like trained, is there like a training program for degrading men? <laughs> I, like, I can't do it. But my, my, my girl bell is <clears throat> fucking great at it. She just, she loves it. She can really like, I'm just nice. I'm a nice, I'm a nice fucking person. So I'm, I'm told. So, um, it's hard for me to kind of that's, be mean that's like right. that. Apparently I'm a nice person too, because when I think about like, if I'm having sex with someone, I don't want to hurt them. If they're like, Oh, slap me or choke me or, and I'm like, I, what, why? Well, well, you're changing, yeah. you're changing the concept of sex. Like I want to give you pleasure. It's like, that is pleasurable. Oh, yeah. I don't know that I don't connect with that. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't want to shame them for seeking pain pleasure, but I don't, I don't know how to oh, actively do I, that. I would slap a guy. <laughs> yeah. He was like, slap me. I'm like, tell me when to stop. <laughs> See, I can do, I can do that. I can definitely like, I've done impact play. I've done like, um, I've done like pup play scenes, which is an, a form of degrading. Um, I've, but like the verbal for some reason can't connect with me, but I actually, I, my partner also, um, I'm relatively submissive in the bedroom. I, and I, I am submissive in the bedroom. And <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Relatively? I'm a fucking princess. Um, so he also said that he would have a hard time smacking me in the face or, you know, if there was a moment that I wanted to have a more aggressive play style, he would have a hard time doing that. And I think that that's, I think that's really interesting, but being able to facilitate pleasure through pain is, you know, essentially a huge chunk of what, um, S and M is, you know, Yeah, I had a I had a partner that was into well, she was into the visuals of BDSM. So then we we were trying it out and she wanted me to sub and it's like, okay, whatever. And she's just laughing while she's whipping me. And I'm like, this are you getting off on this? She's like, I mean, no, there's no sexual joy, but this is fun. And I was like, well, fucking stop. This is like <laughs> That's the, the thing. <laughs> like, That's yeah, the thing it's about fun to hit me, me. Me verbally degrading somebody. I think that they're like so I've been told that that like laughing while you do it can be part of the experience, but like I would be laughing so hard I'd be pissing my pants. Like I couldn't take it <laughs> Oh, that's a whole nother experience. And you yeah. can use oh, them yeah, like a toilet. That's you not just, in a sexy way. <laughs> you just found your 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 way to verbally abuse them. You just turn them into a urinal or a toilet. Yeah. And then and you're laughing so hard that you pee on them. Like you're so yeah. disgusting. You're so filthy. Yeah, that would definitely be a- <laughs> Look at you with all that piss on you. You're so gross. You just keep pissing yourself again and again. 
they've got you hooked up to an IV so that you can do the performance, right? Yep, yep, exactly. You just got to be really, really hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I would just be laughing too hard. And like I said, it could be part of the experience for some people, but I just can't take myself so seriously. And I may sound... I hope I sound eloquent, but I just fumble over my words a lot and like stutter sometimes. So it's hard to be like very powerful verbally when you just like in your brain, you're like, you need to rehearse your role play kind of, yeah. kind of like you're a salesperson at a, at a department store. You're practicing yeah. with your manager. You just sit there yeah. degrading nothing, degrading a stuffed animal in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> You are too hairy. <laughs> You're too stuffed. I'm going to stuff you. Look at your round belly. <laughs> hey, listen, like I said, I can do impact play all day. Like I can, I, I just, what I really, I'm kind of called, I'm what they call a soft dom where I'm all about, and honestly, it's, I come from a place of like non-sexual kink. So I, the kink doesn't always have to be sexual, right? It's sometimes engaging in safe spaces where you can heal your trauma. I talk about a lot, um, and just have human connection that, um, you know, is outside of the realm of what you normally would experience and kind of like a loss of power and complete trust between the submissive and dominant. So, um, we'll do I co-dom with Belle and we do soft pink scenes where we'll take women in particular um, and we'll do impact play, but I'm like rubbing her hair and telling her she's beautiful and holding her face and Kripke, I'm sorry, Belle is beating the shit out of her. <laughs> so um, that's, that's something that I lean more towards. Um, but with men, it's mostly like, I'll walk you around on a leash and spank the shit out of you. And, <laughs> yeah. And things like that. So. I mean, my dick is my leash, so I don't even, I don't need to have a leash put on. Oh, perfect. You've elongated it from the paddles, right? That's how. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a short leash. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just <laughs> a short leash. Keep them on a short leash. <laughs> I, I've got a wiener leash. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't seen that at any of the kink events that we've done. Like just, I mean, I guess I'm really just performing there all the time. So I'm on stage and then I'm like cleaning up off stage and then I'm exhausted and I'm like, I don't want to be around these people anymore. So I just go and hide, but. Um, so tell us a little bit more about your fashion line. What, what, uh, what inspired you to delve into something so different than the performance art? Um, so it's kind of a longer story, but we have plenty of time. Um, I'm in this period of my life in my thirties where I am, I'm sober now too, for the first time in four months or four oh. and what? I started drinking when I was 17. I mean, you knew me in college. Like I was a fucking tornado, literally like party girl. And I'm sober, really sober, except for mushrooms. Um, <laughs> we call it Tulum sober. You know, I'm getting my like spiritual growth on. Good for you. Um, thank you. It feels really good. So in that, in, in conjunction with being in my thirties, I'm kind of like going back to my center and going back to 
all of the things that I've wanted to do, but have put on pause to get like fucked up and live a party life. Um, and I used to make a lot of clothing when I was a little kid, like for my dolls. And I used to um, design clothing all the time. And so recently, um, it was my partner's birthday. It was the first birthday that we celebrated together of his. And he's definitely, he has like a lot of anarchist ideals. And I come from, you know, a heavy kink background professionally. Um, and I just, I'm an artist for the most part. I have an art minor. I, art has always been in my life, performance art, visual art. And so I was making him a birthday present and I was like, okay, he loves this style of clothing. I see him wear this kind of thing all the time. So let me get a black jacket and I'll splatter it with these colors. I, he has an anarchy tattoo. Let me throw the anarchy sign up there. And then I have all of these like really sexy, like kink photos. Let me illustrate that and then paint it on the jacket and then put studs on it and really trick it out. And as I was making it, I was like, holy shit, I love doing this. I love creating this style of art and it's wearable art. And it sends a message of like, whether or not you choose to see it that way, the message is just kind of like anarchistic freedom of sexual expression and sexual empowerment for women and support by men. Like my boyfriend wearing that is ultimately him supporting me in a number of different ways. Um, and so I made his and posted it once he got it. He fucking loved it. He said it was the nicest thing present he's ever done. Um, so I did a great job. Um, (laughs) because you put so much thought into it and a lot of people don't take the time out of their day to put thought into gifts for somebody they're just like oh i stopped by the gas station and you know you need gas for your car so here's a gift card yeah no (laughs) i could never do that no way i mean i just love him so much so i wanted to Plus, like, as I'm making, as I was making that gift, I got to kind of, like, live in our love. You know, I was, I, I, whenever I was angry at him, I didn't work on the project. I only worked on it when I was happy and, like, you know, Mm. just really living in our love. And, um, yeah, it took me 60 hours to make. Um, so it was definitely a present that I put a lot of thought, like, blood, sweat, and tears, for sure. I was inhaling spray paint. I got paint in my eye. Like, (laughs) it was a battle. Um, but I came... (laughs) I was the victor on that one. And then I was like, I'm going to make one for myself. So I made the one that I'm wearing and people just really became interested in them. Um, particularly since like, I do have a little bit of like, I, I don't, I don't know how this is going to sound, but like I am known for kink performances in the city. Um, it's kind of, my branding is just, um, having understanding and accept, um, understanding educationally and understanding, um, just having been in the community, of kink and um, non-monogamy and open play spaces, things like that. So a lot of the people that I interact with heavy are interested in that. So I've had commissions coming in like crazy. I've already made four jackets. I started this in March. I started it early February and I've made four jackets and I have two commissions and they take me like from 40 to 60 hours each. Um, And it feels really good to make. The commissions are really fun because I just get to like, it kind of ties into my psychology background where I can kind of look at someone like their Instagram profile or have a conversation with them and I know what they're going to like. So usually when I send out the first mock-up of the garment, 
They're like, this is exactly what I wanted. I didn't even need to tell you. Holy so this is a relatively new venture. It's brand new. Oh, that's like awesome. To, it's brand new. And the jackets are going for between like $500 and $1,500, depending on what. And how, how would someone be able to uh, order these from you? Or, so the or line see them? Called, the line is called Demode Gauche. That's D-E-M-O-D-E. G-A-U-C-H-E and it's at Demode Gauche on Instagram and your first step is to take a look see what you like um, I have a bunch of different like so the silhouettes of the girls there's a bunch of different um, silhouettes they're all in balaclavas which I really love too um, you pick which one you like and then um, in my bio there's a Google form link and you fill it out and then I give you a call or a text, um, email, and we work on the piece together. And then in two to three weeks, the piece should be at your doorstep. Oh, that's awesome. So they're all one of a kind custom, uh, custom jobs. Yep. They're all one of ones. You'll have, no one else will have anything like it. I try, um, with the exception of the silhouettes, but you can also, what I really like too, is you can also send me a picture that you like of, yourself or of um, a woman in your life or a human in your life. And I'll illustrate that and throw it on the jacket. Um, for people who are women who are local, they can come in and I can shoot them and, or like, you know, partners of people, like I can come in and shoot them and illustrate the photo after the shoot, all of that. So there, and this is the, the line that I'm doing now will eventually um, have a pause and I'll work on, larger um themed commissions like it, it won't necessarily be the imagery that's displayed on the jackets now i'll expand eventually but this line is selling really well so i think i'm here for a bit so get awesome. your commissions in while well, <laughs> get this season's uh this season's look yeah i call them the the kinky sluts you gotta get the kinky slut line <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I've never done that, you know, so. Oh, these guys. Will they get a pussy really hot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you fuck her in the ass? Oh, yeah. At least twice a, twice a month. <laughs> twice a month? Yeah. Or? Yeah. At yeah, least. No. Oh, yeah. Good for him. What do you, do you shoot your load in her, in her ass? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, when you, when you take it out, does she suck your ass juices off your car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has. It's she not has his ass juices, it's her yeah. ass juices. Oh, beautiful. I like that. Yeah. She must like the taste of her ass, ass juices. juices and they're on his right. dick, does he not own them now? <laughs> I guess now they're his. That's her gift to him. <laughs> Something that really Daddy bothers me. Ass juice. Uh, well, it really bothers me the idea of like sucking ass juice off personally. Good for you. However, do you want to? Um, do you want to? Uh, the idea of. Oh my God, I just forgot the thought because another thought popped into my head. So with Ask Juice, um, we've been hired to, my team, members of my team um, have been hired to 
wear white lace underwear for two days straight. Oh. So ass juice is definitely a, a thing. And you know, intentionally in that, like rub their crack. I mean, I'm 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 assuming that all juices go if you're wearing underwear for two days. Well, we weren't hired for we so we had an inquiry to do this, um, which is interesting because we don't really like we don't often sell used underwear. Yeah, we don't really do things like that. Um, but someone asked us to do it for a reasonable amount of money. Were um, there restrictions I, like you're not you have to pee through your lace panties or anything like that? <laughs> I would yeah, but only that. only only when I'm shaving someone and laughing really hard. That's that was the exact scenario. <laughs> but I just like I don't like the idea of wearing underwear for like more than eight hours freaks me out. So I just can't imagine like you know going through that whole process. But they offered us five hundred dollars per pair of per underwear. Pair. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. So for all the listeners that want this, you have to offer more than $500 and then maybe you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. $1,000 per pair. I'll wear the underwear for $500. Yeah. But you're not going to throw off your pH balance. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Mm. You're not going to get like, uh, I'm not going to get a yeasty or. Or UTI. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the idea is you, I mean, you don't actually wear them for two days, right? Like you can't. I don't, I mean, I don't know. You could, you could put like panty liners Oh shit! in it at the beginning, you know, could mm-hmm. it? so that it doesn't, so that your butt is just doing what your butt does, you know, but then your pH yeah. balance stays fine. And then for the last eight, you just wear them clean yeah, and you're like, the oh, and smell. Yeah. And yeah. And just like, oh, I, okay. knew. I knew you'd have an idea. Yeah. Me. Thank you. Could yeah. you also do, um, uh, like, don't they have the panty liners that stick to your skin? What? I thought that some, I thought that like that's the runway a, models have weird little no, no, patchy no, no, no. things. That's not, that's not a panty liner. That's the underwear that sticks. That's underwear. Oh, okay. All right. But huh. that also covers your butthole. You could just cut the butthole out. But then it, it's not going to... Where? <laughs> where is the other end sticking to, though? I don't know. Can't you just, like, get an X-Acto knife and cut a hole for the butthole? Oh, my god! Just the butthole? <laughs> Wait, I'm so confused. Does, does this this oh, sticky <laughs> panty stick to the butthole? No. No, they're <laughs> not. It's never, just nude panties. Have you never seen the, the panties? So they... They stick to like right up above, like where your underwear would be at the top in the front. It has Mm -hmm. like a piece of adhesive that sticks there and then it wraps around, covers your vagina, wraps around in a thong, covers your butthole. And then it's like a circle that goes like to the top of your crack. I have seen those. I've seen those in, but they're um, actually made into costumes, but I don't think they're, they're probably, the ones you're talking about are probably thinner. The ones that I've seen are actually costumes that stick like that. Mm. And they're bedazzled and burlesque dancers use them. Yeah. Cause I, for my birthday, I had a dress that crisscrossed all up the legs, all the way up to like side boob. 
Yeah. So then I was like, well, I need to wear these underwear that you can't see them on the side, but I don't want to like flash chachi to yeah. anyone. Totally. Totally. I have a dress like that too. And I just kind of went with it. <laughs> <laughs> like if you guys see it, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's give me a hundred bucks. <laughs> you see it, you owe me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this for me, not you. So if you steal that moment, you pay me. Yeah. Today's word is mugger. CJ is a professional mean mugger. Cheers. Yeah, beautiful. I'd like to hear you both fucking sometime. Right. Mm. 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 Huh? It feels good. Yeah. She feels thing. good. Six. Oh, yeah, six. Mm, I wish I was sucking it there for you. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, right in front of the wife. Plymouth Rock. You're almost ready to shoot. <laughs> pretty cool. Plymouth Rock hard. Yeah, let me know when you get to come so we can come together, all right? Think about fucking the wife. God damn, that's good. Yeah. Like, if he can just coordinate. Yeah. Let me know when you're close, because I... You and the yeah. wife... Oh, God, I can't like snap. A, could I like, listen to you? Like that. I can't snap today. What's going on? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Have you heard of the, the female on. version of... Cucking, being hot, walking. Huh? No. Go down on my cock for me. What yeah. Do you, what okay. do you call it? Hot walking. Apparently, it's you walking or fuck another woman. Um, Put it in my mouth, baby. Get it off. You know, like fucking is essentially like not fucking anybody else but your wife, but you're wife fuck fuck and you're kind of like. You know, shaming your like the way that I and your I, wife I, suck your cock together. Been a part of the experience by like oh, taking yeah. someone yeah. to a bar whose wife is getting fucked. And I have to sit there. Your wife is getting fucked yeah. right now. You know why? Like you it's because you're not bad, but, like, Um. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, really hard for me, but somewhat easier. Um. Yeah, the hot wife thing is where you like watch your man. He's coming. face. He was just having his moment. Uh. <laughs> Big load. <laughs> and the best thing is, after the after the guys come, they hang up. Goodbye. They yeah, don't no, even, like, they don't even no, say no, goodbye. Yeah, there's they just hang up. Total total man move. They're just like, I got what I wanted. I'm out. Bye. But without uh, saying it, just peace. <clears throat> so, okay. So email cucking, they will just send you emails saying like, Hey, you I see your wife. Fucking listening I, at all. I was hearing them jerk off together. This is why you can't jerk off is you. That's what you're paying attention to. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> She was saying the female version of cucking is called hot wifing. Hot wifing, yeah. Um, and so the way it was described to me for this particular person was she's in the room while her partner's fucking another woman, but she's like 
telling the guy what to do to the woman, oh. but not participating. Okay, sorry. When you said fem- female, I heard email version, and I'm email. like, how is there an email version of cucking? I don't understand this. <laughs> He's like, I, yeah. I want to try possible. this. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's entirely possible. You just harass the person who his wife is getting fucked constantly through email. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was like wordplay or something where it's just like, Hey, there's a service that we provide where we, we help fuel your uh, insecurities about being cheated on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can also throw in bamboozling while we're at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is where, where my, my female partner would tell me how to fuck some other woman. Yeah, but not participate. Um, I don't know if that's the standard, um, but it's hot wifing. Yeah, like your hot wife is in control of what's happening in the scene. Um, God, I wonder. I've never, I've never heard of that before. I've never, I've never done non-monogamy. Would that count as non-monogamy if they're telling you what to do? Yeah, it's ethical non-monogamy. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm monogamous. I'm, a, I'm totally monogamous with my partner. It's what I prefer, but have a breadth of knowledge on all of these different things and participate in like sex positive communities. So I'm around it all the time. I feel um, like that would be a good but, gateway into non-monogamy where it's not like you're watching me and I'm doing my desire. You're telling me what to do. So then it's like, all right, well, I know what you're consenting to. You're giving me permission as we go along. It's the ultimate trust building exercise. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the thing. It actually, this conversation resulted from someone who, um, whose partner had, um, been recently cheating on them and they decided that they wanted to, um, experience taking back their power with it. And we shared, um, a similar interest in why there are people who like the idea of being cheated on but in a controlled environment and exploring that kink. Um, so, and I guess it could be similar for people who have inclinations towards cheating, not because like, Oh, I met them at a bar and it just happened, but because they actually get off on cheating. Yeah. So I think that Cavs and pumpkin could probably tune into this episode and figure out how to do some work on their relationship. Cause then she could be in control <laughs> of his dick. She likes being cheated on clearly. Yeah. Yeah. So then she could actually control it and dominate the woman that's that's cheating with her man. See, it doesn't. Yeah. Feel, how is that cheating? This seems like a weird mind fuck. It's it's just like consensual non-consent. You know, it's <laughs> actually being raped. It's just it's the idea. It's the fantasy. And what happens when the guy gets performance anxiety because someone's sitting there nagging him? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you do it. <laughs> Fuck her better no. than you do me. Ah, I don't know how to do better, or else I would do better. <laughs> this is why I you fuck other people. You make me feel bad about it. <laughs> Stop faking the orgasm. I know that that's a fake. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Men can totally fake orgasms, right? Because they can come without they can come without an orgasm. No. What? 
What? No, you can't yeah. come without. No, you can't. You can't. You can't ejaculate without shooting liquid unless you're too old to shoot liquid anymore. Well, the difference between you can shoot liquid, but you you're not having an orgasm. Like you can come without orgasming. No. What? What? Wow, this That's sounds like who's... just the tips with Daddy Mams, but from the V side, this is completely what? incorrect. Who? Whose dick okay. is so beat up that they I can do not shoot sperm out of they, my hole without having an orgasm? They don't even feel the orgasm. They're just like, yeah, I, my dick is practically on lidocaine right now. It's just yeah, no. it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Some it's called anorgasmic ejaculation. I, okay, so you're saying that sperm comes out. Sperm comes out, but there is no climax. There's no orgasm, like the sensation of an orgasm. Does it just ooze? How does it come out? I, I So they're called also dry orgasms. But it's when you... Oh, wait, a dry orgasm... Oh, maybe I'm confused. A dry orgasm is when you climax, but you don't release semen. But you can also release semen without... With, yeah, but you can also release semen without having... An orgasm, which is anorgasmic ejaculation. This seems really rare. This seems like yeah. like poop noodle territory, <laughs> where it's like what the sperm was in there. The person the person shows up. They they just cheated, so they still have cum like <laughs> dripping in their dick, and their their partner wants to do something, and they touch him, and it's like, oh my god, oh fuck, look, I just orgasmed. We can't, I can't have sex with you because, oh, I'm spent. Oh, it feels like just a fake story that someone made up because they didn't want to get caught cheating. Yeah. Oh, no, look, all the sperm's just falling out of my penis. (laughs) Another guy's cum that was blasted into the penis. Oh, they docked it in there. Yeah. Just drips out. I once um I once had to make fake cum to sell content. I was at home with my family and selling content at the time and one of my clients had asked what I was doing and you know to be sexy I'm like, Oh, I'm with my partner, blah blah blah. He's like, Great, can you send me a picture of you with cum on your face? And I was like, Of course, you know, made a good money from it, but I didn't have anyone to come on my face. So I was in the kitchen with my cousin, my older cousin was like a brewing up fake cum with like cornstarch and coconut oil and corn syrup, stirring it in the kitchen. Like I'm cooking fucking pasta. And then I had her flick it onto my face with a spoon and took all of these pictures. Oh my God. You should have done a video of that and then put that on YouTube or Instagram. <laughs> Welcome how, to my cooking show. How Today to? We're making yeah, cum. exactly. <laughs> Bon appetit. <laughs> Boner appetit. One hundred percent. People would absolutely. You would have gone viral for that. Uh, I'm in it for money, not fame, baby. Uh, watch me make a hot load to spray on my own face. <laughs> they would be so misdirected. <laughs> um, I'm gonna make this hot. Didn't Ava say that in porn? That they use. There's a moisturizer that they use, or yeah. no, a lube, a lube called Spooge or something. Splooge. No, she said that there's a lotion too that they use as fake cum in actual porn. Oh, because sometimes great. the guys just can't, like, they can't finish, so then yeah. 
they'll use lotion and they literally yeah. just like like it just shoots on their face amazing movie magic yeah yeah it also ruins porn <laughs> another reason i well, can't when you know it. that i mean porn is ruined for me essentially um from just working in a similar industry. I just can't take it fucking seriously. I just know exactly what's going on behind the scenes. And I'm like, this it takes, you know, the suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. away. I just can't take any of the females seriously. I'm like, that's not, you're mm-hmm. not, you're not enjoying that. <laughs> I don't yeah. care if you're saying yes, yes. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. We know the truth. Like you're not <laughs> having a good time. No, you did not yeah. just come. That's not yeah. how it works. Like, no, I'm not buying into this. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I mean. It's just it takes all the fun out of porn when you know all of this. Like reality shows, when you know exactly what's going on at a reality show when you're watching it and you're like, oh, man, yeah. I, I want to believe these people are looking for love. Yeah. I know they're not. I want to believe this woman's getting off, but I know she's not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, I want to lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Oh God, I want to lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Oh God, I want to lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Oh, go, girl, go, girl, go, girl. Hey, 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 Wait a minute, are they watching a movie or something? Conversational flow for the line, but it's really bad dialogue if it's a movie. Yeah. You better watch your back, nigga. I'm gonna have you cut. How you gonna have me killed with 400 and 500 Somebody need to have me killed. I'm sorry. Nigga, shut up. You stink, okay? Say you a skank? Stink. That was um, that was Mike Epps and uh, and the girl was uh, Lala. 
You know who Lala is? I like Lala. I like Lala. I want to hear that. I want to play that. I like to play it. You know. Um, yeah, that's on that's that? on Ti's album. That's on Ti's album. The one that go. You want to tell a nigga no with an ass so fat? Now why you want to go oh, and do that? I love Ti. No, hey, they got you know, because you know what's his name? Um, Vicky Smiley got that prank call. Oh yeah, you should listen to his too. I listen to his I too. Oh, they were playing a prank call from an album. Oh, like an interlude type I, feel? I don't know. Apparently, we got to go check out T.I.'s new album if we want to investigate further. Okay, so at the strip club, um, we used to have all of these artists, rappers, and like hip-hop artists, pop artists that were kind of, you thought had totally phased out of their career and went into retirement, but they would do the strip club circuit. You know, like 50 Cent. T.I. came to the, to the night that I was working, actually, and he dropped a new album then. <laughs> so just I knew an album at the strip club. Yeah, he was, just, you know, just, just to the strip club. He's like, listen, yeah, I can't was- afford a publicist. <laughs> <laughs> and so I I'm could only burn circuit. 10 CDs. So <laughs> <laughs> a private listening party at the club. Yeah. Y'all get free lap dances, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I had somebody, when I was working at the club, I had one of my performers bring their roommate, and he had never been to a strip club before, and he, you know, interacting with the, the dancers and went to go get a private session, and he had told the dancer that he knew me at the club. I was like, I know V from the Hive. I can get a discount, right? And he was totally fucking serious. And then he came back to me and he's like, yeah, I don't know why the girls didn't give me a discount. I like mentioned your name and we're here and everything. I was like, if you ever fucking do that again, I'm never allowed. He didn't even know me. That was the first night he met me. I was like, you are never coming back into this club ever again. What you, this isn't like buy one, get one free. What are you fucking talking if about? If somebody like, said, I know this person, I get a discount, right? I'd be like, yeah, the discount is now you're paying double. <laughs> yeah. Ask for a discount I and I will club. charge you more. Just have his hand broken. Like, you can't touch me. Hey, bouncer. Seriously. Thank you for your money. Yeah, exactly. I was mortified. I was like, I really hope that dancer doesn't know who, sh- who I am because I don't want this coming back to me. <laughs> like, yeah, just mention my name at the door and you'll get a discount. <laughs> like, hey, um, my friend V told me that you could hook me up with drugs. Is that true? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, don't all I strippers have drugs? <laughs> Some. <laughs> uh, my friend V said that if I drop her name, that then you drop your panties. So I was just wondering. All I have to do, I say one letter in the alphabet V, drop your panties. Yeah. Why didn't that That's work? <laughs> yeah. That didn't work. Damn, V, why didn't that work? Oh, I, I mean, that'd be it. really great if someone just had the confidence they don't know anybody named V or, yeah. or it's just like. I walk into a strip club in LA. Hey, uh, I know V, so drop your panties. She told me I get a discount. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually sex meanwhile, in the champagne room. Meanwhile, there's a hit taken out on me in New York. <laughs> okay, listeners, please do not drop V's name in the strip club. 
No. <laughs> it doesn't get you discounts. Now you're charged more. So <laughs> Yeah, and I might get my eye clawed out. <laughs> lose lose situation. This is V. You heard me on Phone Freak, and you can find me and my clothing line on Instagram at Demos Ghosh. Get your old.